It's the All 7 Days Podcast from the 1311 Studios. We're here to answer your questions. Send your questions in and ask at all7days.com, 864-660-9473. Join the All 7 Days Hangout on Facebook. We take your questions and answer them from the perspective of a couple of church members having spiritual conversations about your questions. Send them in. Hey, Trevor, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Stan? You look good. Thank you. You look good. Like your, uh, like your CrossFit Mayhem red shirt. Yeah. It's very standout-ish. You see and what it says on the back? I do not. Oh, freedom! So, I like it. CrossFit Mayhem. Yeah. Um, they're comp- like one of the most popular gyms just because uh, Rich Froning, who's like the Michael Jordan of CrossFit. Okay. Um, he, that is gym? He's like a co-owner. Okay. And so... He used to do individual competitions and won four in a row, and then he retired from that. Now he does team. And so his team is CrossFit. He retired from that because he was tired. <laughs> yeah. He was tired of all the work that oh, goes man. into individual, but now he's on a team. Okay. And they've won like the past three years in a row. Of course. He's and a so, ringer. And his team name is CrossFit Mayhem Freedom. I got gotcha. you. And they also have another team called CrossFit Mayhem Independence. Nice. So they're located in Cookville. Tennessee. Okay, I know yeah. where that is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been, but I'd love to go. Uh, there, I used to live right down the road in Crossville, Tennessee. I like the Vils. Yeah, here in Mississippi, we call them <laughs> Vegas. Right? <laughs> that's right. Stark Vegas. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but that's that's very true. Here in Mississippi, that's what Mississippi. we do. In Mississippi, because there's not much action. Yeah, there's only there's only three syllables in the word Mississippi, Mississippi. I used to struggle spelling it, but now I'm M I cricket letter, cricket letter I, cricket letter, cricket letter I, humpback, humpback I, Mississippi. Mississippi. Rolling down to New Orleans. What's the song? Oh, and there's Rocky. That's so right. he's, in a, he's mad. He's going to answer the question today. Uh, what's going on today? Uh, we're, we're still in our uh, series on the New City Catechism. We're looking at uh, question five of part one and uh, looking at creation today. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty interesting. Have you thought Talked about, about you know create last time was uh, why did he create us right? And so this kind of covers the rest of the rest of, of it. them, the rest <laughs> of <laughs> the rest of us. Yes, the rest of us for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> so many references in this show to now obscure old comedies. Yes, old comedies. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sure there's people out there that know where that comes from. Yes. And if you do, send it in. Let us know where that reference came from. The Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> Who said it and what was it in reference to? Yes. All right. Uh, we'll send you a mug. Send that yeah, in. Send cool. that in and we'll you send you a mug. First one to answer that. Because I got lots of mugs that I got to get rid of. Because uh, we're, uh, we're about to embark in a new studio. Yeah. No longer 1311. <laughs> That's right. It won't be 1311. I got to come up with a new name for the new studio. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Or you will because you'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows though what's That's true. What's the uh the Fields family is relocating back to South Carolina mm-hmm. in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um sold the house here. We're going to get uh uh closing on a house there in about a 4-day span. And uh, so we'll be closer to the kids and back in our old stomping grounds for a good long time. So we're looking forward to getting back to that. Although uh, sad to leave, uh, you know, North Mississippi. Yeah. 
lots of uh, lots of good friends and roots here. Um, but you know, Mama says we got to be close to the kids, and, and, I don't, I don't and she's it. right. She's right. But we'll stay in touch, and uh, Trevor and I will still do our thing here on the podcast, boring you extensively as much as possible with monotone tones talking about biblical things. Monotone tones. <laughs> monotones. you got to work on auto-tuning my voice to monotone. <laughs> we should do that. We should do, uh, we should do the most boring thing we can find and do it to the auto-tune it to Thriller. That'd be fine. I, I would just, I think auto-tune is one of the funniest things out there. <laughs> yes. And it makes people famous. It does. I can't get over that. It does. It might make us famous. Who? Okay, so who comes to, the, who comes to your mind right off the bat when you think of auto-tuned artists? Um, there's this, uh, I guess he's a rapper or R&B. His name was T-Pain. T-Pain? And he came out of Tallahassee, and he was like one of the first people yeah. to, that's that was it. I think of uh, Black Eyed Peas use a lot of yeah. uh, auto tune and Britney Spears. Apparently, she can't sing a lick. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> most of those people can sing at all. That's why they auto tune. It's probably true. I mean, so I've been on a little kick here recently of seventies and eighties classic rock. Mm. It's just, it's just they call it classic for a reason, right? It just stands the test of time. Kids today know what these know what these songs are. And uh, it was back in the day when bands really played their music and they were well-trained and it wasn't the sin-pop kind of stuff that you could throw into garage band and make it sound great. It was real musicians really playing and they were really good. Yeah. And uh, it was it's just fun to listen to. I grew up listening to it. My dad, he, uh, would, he'd be taking me to a sporting event of yeah. some sort. And that's what we'd listen to. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It was just good music and well-written. Yeah. Actually told a story, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, didn't just rhyme. I often say <laughs> a lot of people, their music is written by Dr. Seuss. It's just stuff <laughs> that true. rhymes together and it That's makes no true. sense. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For shizzle. For shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> man we better move on let's take let's take a quick break this is the all seven days podcast if you've been wondering where the opening and closing music for the all seven days podcast came from that was all made possible by westminster effects westminster effects exists to equip the church musician while highlighting the richness of church history explore the smoke-filled ambience of the spurgeon hall reverb add some meat or sausage to your tone with a Zwiggly SDD3K and make every note the raunchiest of solos with the Osteen distortion. Visit WestminsterEffects.com for hand-wired theology sound guitar effects made in South Carolina. Welcome back to the All 7 Days Podcast. <laughs> put Izzle on the end of the That's exactly right. Uh, my people's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, uh, what are we doing? I have no idea. Are we mildly entertaining? <laughs> We're it's entertaining fun. for yeah, We're it's for us, fun. yeah. We're having a great time. Uh, New City Catechism, part one, question five. What else did God create? So last week, as Trevor said, we looked at uh, how, uh, how and why did God create us. But what else did God create? Uh, the answer they give is God created all things by his powerful word 
and all his creation was very good. Everything flourished under his loving rule. That's the answer they give. Genesis 1.31 is their verse. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. So let's kind of break this, um, break the answer down that they give. God created all things. So God created. How did that happen? He spoke it. He spoke it. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Uh, and that's why it says uh, by his powerful word. Mm-hmm. So we can, we can even go there already. God spoke and things became. Um, this is a attribute reserved specifically for God. Now, there's a verse in the Bible that talks about speaking things that do not exist as if they already were. Mm -hmm. And that verse is attributed to one person, and that is Jesus. Have you heard that verse misused any (laughs) time recently? Yes, I have. Numerous times. Yeah. Um, This is a a big-time word of faith uh, thing that they use a good bit talking about. Um, speaking things that if you say it out loud, it, apparently it's supposed to give things more weight uh, to what you're believing for, believing in, that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, psychologically, there's probably some merit to that, that if you actually say something out loud, it may have something, some sort of chemical reaction to you. Uh, but this is not talking about our faith. This is not talking about getting God to do something. Uh, this, this attribute of God is strictly for him. It's not for us. We can't speak things into existence. That would, uh, that would, we we touched (laughs) on that. Because there would be, what would there be in my driveway right now? If I could speak (laughs) things into existence, so many things. Uh, and it goes last week we talked about little G gods. Yep, like, yep, exactly. That's why they probably think they, I'm yep. a little God. So I could speak things right. into existence. I have the DNA of Jesus is what they'll say. <laughs> I'm a little God and this is what I can do yeah. because of that. And, uh, how well did that work for, uh, one Kenneth Copeland when he blew <laughs> the breath of God on COVID and now we're, it's spiking again. Right. And apparently he needs to do it again. Apparently, apparently, um, yeah. So there's a lot of good videos out there of him, like people taking <laughs> auto tuned. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> when he blows, like their hat will fly off. Or... All that. <laughs> it's oh, the it's funniest great. thing. It's great. Um, so anyway, so <laughs> well, we took a detour on that one. Big one. So that's what God, that's what God created. And he created by speaking, but what else did he create? All things, all things. He created everything. So if something exists, God created it. It's just it's just that simple. Um, so here we have in those three things we got God created all things by His powerful word, and this reminded me of John one one uh, ver- through uh, John one verse one through three. It says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God." All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Mm-hmm. So this tells us what, what, who is this speaking of right here? Jesus. Yes, it's talking about Jesus. Because later on it says, and the word became flesh right. and dwelt among us. So we know this is talking about Jesus. So who made Jesus? God. No. No? No. God did not make Jesus. It says, in the beginning was the Word, 
and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, who is the Word? Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who is Jesus? God. Jesus is God. Right. So who made Jesus? He has always He's existed. Al- yeah. He's always existed. You stumped me there, Stan. I'm sorry. I, I threw a curveball. Curve you didn't see that one coming. Swinging a miss. <laughs> no, that's 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 who Jesus is. Jesus is God. He is God's Son. He is eternal. He has mm-hmm. always existed, and He always will exist. And Jesus spoke everything into existence. Mm-hmm. He is the Word. So um, all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Right. So everything that created, Jesus did it. And here's a great thing. It says in the answer that creation was very good. If God calls something very good, what would you say about it? I'd have to agree. Yeah. (laughs) I think we could say, and I'm going somewhere with this, uh, and I'll bring that out here in just a second. If God, through every day of creation in Genesis, it says, and God saw blank and it was good. Mm -hmm. And God saw this and it was good. And then when he finished everything, he said, it was very good. Now, does God make mistakes? No. Okay. So when God makes something and it's very good, what can we say about it? It's perfect. It's perfect. Exactly right. So here's my dilemma I want to throw at you. Okay. Genesis 2.18. Would you read this verse? I'm going to interrupt you in the middle of it. All right. And I heard this is not my original thought. I got this from somewhere else. Okay. Go ahead. Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said... It is not good. Wait, just hold it right there. So God said it's not good. Everything has been created to this point. Mm-hmm. He's made it all, and it's all perfect. Right. Read that again. Then the Lord God said, it is not good. Okay, I'm confused. God has made everything, mm-hmm. and now something is not good. Maybe he missed something. Did, he, did God make a mistake? Uh, it could have been a Monday morning. <laughs> He's case not, of the Monday. Let's not let's not put it, let's not put that on him now. No. Okay. So okay. So read it again. I'm okay. gonna let you read the whole thing. Now. The whole thing. The whole okay. thing. Then the Lord God said, "It is not good that the man should be alone. Ah, I will make him a helper fit for him." Okay. So what's going on here? If God has made everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. But in this moment, God says something is not good. What is he talking about? And, he, and specifically, he gives us somewhat of the answer. It is not good that man should what? Be alone. Why is aloneness not good? Because when you're alone, then the enemy can okay. but maneuver. Let's think but about, let's think about for, God's... Okay nature and his trinitarian being mm-hmm. if god is one god but god has three persons father son and holy spirit this is the first time ever that there has been aloneness mm-hmm. god's never been alone right and now man is alone it is not good for man to be alone therefore i will make a helper fit for him and then he creates a woman this is what scholars call the divine pause where god gives us a little insight into his nature and his 
care about relationship. He has eternally been in relationship with himself, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, working together, giving each other glory, and now creating. And here God talks about the importance of relationship, especially close, intimate relationship with others. Right? And this is incredible for us to try to understand. I don't think we can ever get it all, but just how important that is. Never been alone this before. God pauses his narrative in the creation story to say, look, people, don't be alone in life, in family, especially as believers. We need people around us to help us get through things. All right. I like that. And I may have read more into that than there was, but I don't think so. He's specifically talking about man and wife here, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, even includes that. But I think it can be expanded to mean, you know, all, our, all of our relationships right. are important. And it says a helper. Didn't say I'm gonna, a wife, you know, or a yeah. partner. It says a helper. So that could, you know, when we talk about relationships, it's good to have a person that can help you. Oh, yeah. And I think that could be intertwined into yeah. that. Statement. And you're you're a very good example of that because here in a couple of weeks, there's going to be a big truck in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> and there's I, a reason I we need, met, right? There's, there's a reason you do CrossFit. <laughs> Man, the plan is unraveling. <laughs> That's right. There's going to be there's going to be boxes to lift. There's going to be squats. There's going to be... Uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be great. I'm going to sit in the back porch, drink tea. Yeah, and... you would be. <laughs> All right. So uh, I just thought that was interesting to bring out. Um, and it says everything flourished mm-hmm. un- under God's loving rule. So everything uh, that God has created at this point, because it is perfect and it hasn't been tainted yet with the fall, everything flourishes. Mm-hmm. And God is relating to man Man is relating to God, and it's a, it's a relationship of love, right? God has yet not yet revealed uh, other aspects of His nature to us in this, other than His creative ability and His love for His creation. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All Did right. you see what little statement I put in there? I was just reading through the. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, if, if, if our listeners are just now joining in on this, the New City Catechism not only gives the question, the answer, and a, and a verse to back it up, they also give commentary from a dead guy and a living guy. <laughs> you know, I think about that when I start reading. I'm like, oh, this guy's dead. <laughs> yeah, he is, and been dead a long time. Yeah. This is from John Calvin, so go ahead and read that. It says, uh, I just took it near the end of one of the paragraphs, and it says, the faithful to whom he has given eyes see sparks of his glory, as it were, glittering in every created thing. Mm-hmm. The world was no doubt made that it might be the theater of the divine glory. That's such a rich statement, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And what he was talking before that was how we get to see uh, God's love for us in everything yeah. that's been created. Yeah. And one thing I took from that was the faithful to whom he has given eyes. Mm-hmm is when you have that faith, you do see like the yeah. wonder and just like when you see a sunset, you're like, that's God created that. Yeah. 
But people that don't have faith, they don't see those things. Yeah. There's no purpose in it. Right. If you don't have faith, there's no purpose in a sunset. Yeah. There's no purpose in a leaf. There's no purpose in an insect. Or yeah. there's no purpose in any of this beauty that we see. There's just no purpose in it mm-hmm. because there's no greater being behind it. But it's like God says, creation pours forth speech that God is there. Right. And, um, and we have to have faith to see it. Yeah. And he opens eyes. That's the great thing of his mercy is that he actually opens people's eyes to see it. Yeah. I really like that when I saw that. Yeah, very good. And I also like the way he said it. they see sparks of glory. It's not a complete um, vision mm-hmm. because we probably couldn't handle it. But we see little glimpses in our finite minds of what, of how glorious God is right. through his creation. Give glory to him for those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Anything else? Do we cover that one okay? Yeah, I like that one. You know, it flowed from, uh, I say this every week, it just flowed from last week to this week. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I will uh, will, uh, let our listeners know is that this, again, this this catechism is put together by uh, Tim Keller, who's a pastor up in New York. And I understand he's going through some health issues right now. I think he's been diagnosed with some sort of, some form of cancer. And uh, is going through all that. So uh, be praying for uh, for Tim Keller and his family as he goes through that. Uh, from personal experience, it's not a fun trip. No. So um, uh, he's got a lot ahead of him at this point. Um, but, you know, there are great doctors and, and things out there. And God can do wonderful things through that and even beyond that. So yeah. be praying for him. All right. Anything else? No. Just... Uh really looking forward to uh, next week <laughs> yeah it'll be fun <laughs> yes sir all right well thanks for listening today we appreciate it uh, again get your questions in ask at all seven days.com 864-660-9473 all seven days hang out on facebook check us out uh at all seven days.com uh support us with slash shop go to anchor.fm and become a monthly supporter i'll send you stuff shirt mug whatever you want um i'll even send Walk you a hair. picture of <laughs> trevor's t-shirt <laughs> Answer that question too that Stan put out there. What was the question, Trevor? Uh, the Festivus. Yes. For the rest of us. Who said, and what show did it come from? The Festivus for the rest of us. That's right. All right. <laughs> and on that note, this is the All Seven Days podcast. For the goal is to get you to think so highly of God that you forget about yourself. Now go give someone what you value most today. <laughs>